Welcome to the mind of Mr. Krizzle, the only place where the world makes sense. Join me, your host, Mr. Krizzle, as we embark on another journey through a mind so full of ideas that it takes a weekly podcast to let them out. With a shake and a sizzle, it's the mind of Mr. Krizzle. If it rings or if it drizzles, it's still the mind of Mr. Krizzle. With a pop and a fizzle, make a statue with the chisel. It's all the same in the mind of Mr. Krizzle. I drink a lot of water, now I gotta take a whistle. Where's the bathroom in the mind of Mr. Krizzle? Now we're here, and I'm for Rizzle. It's the mind of Mr. Krizzle. Welcome to episode 18 of The Mind of Mr. Krizzle. Mr. Krizzle here, your host. And tonight I have a special guest with me. I'm back. Can you guess who that is? That is Mrs. Krizzle. Hi. Uh, she begged to be on tonight's episode. Not. Okay, well she didn't really beg. I thought it would be a good idea since this month was the month we're going to celebrate our 10 year anniversary of being married together. A whole decade. Yeah, and I and I talked with Alicia about it, and she said, I want to get on there. I have all these ideas, this advice that we can give to people because our marriage is so perfect. Did I say that, or did you say that? Um, I think it was a mixture of both. <laughs> I think you said our marriage was perfect, <laughs> and that we could give advice to so many people. Okay. Okay, she didn't say that. That was my idea. Not that our marriage was perfect, though. It is pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, close to it but i just thought uh maybe tonight we can focus on some of the things we thought about marriage before we got married some of the things we've learned since then um also when we were you know about to get married people all had advice for us right we had people have been married forever giving us advice people who had been married uh, just for a little bit of time giving us advice and um, i thought that we could do the same for those out there and uh, maybe it'll help them out or kind of be interesting for or it'll just be it. funny entertaining what we have to say or it could be that as well so we're just going to go ahead and get into the episode and um get to it <laughs> let's just start at the beginning before uh let's base let's say before we even met each other kind of set up okay where we were at mentally <laughs> where we were at in our lives okay. yeah mentally like maybe like you're like oh i'll date the next person to come along because my life's been so hard or, no, my life, no. No? no? Okay. No, no. Why don't you start with you? Where, where did we first meet? Um. Well, we went to um, the same church, just okay. different like locations, different buildings, and I was invited to go to a dance, you know, a party, and I went to that dance. Um, I don't think you were there, but I befriended your friends. You weren't at that one, but I became really good friends with your friends. And then I started hanging out with those friends, um, not knowing that you were part of that group, too. You just weren't there for whatever reason. Do you remember the first time you, like, saw me? Uh, yes, because one of the... I had a girlfriend at the time who just thought you were hot. <laughs> 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 okay she kept saying oh he's so hot oh is that how she sounded yeah cause she, was your friend sofia veragagaga uh no but she had a very thick accent oh, so okay. she was just saying he's so hot she's so hot and i was like he's all right yeah i'm all right it's true <laughs> it's true i don't mean that in a mean way but i just i wasn't like you know like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i remember the first time i saw you um 
it was at like a friend's going away party. Yeah, so I got invited to that. Like mm-hmm. after the after a few times I hung out with your friends, they invited me to that too. So I ended up going that night. It was like I saw you walking across the dance floor, and like time slowed down. Yeah, right. It, it did. The only thing that was wrong with it is that you were walking with one of my friends, and I thought you two were together. He, we weren't together, but he did invite me. No, technically but, you weren't, but yeah, I didn't no, know no, that we at the time. We I thought, friends. you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, I might have to like reevaluate my friendship with them. Like, is he a good enough friend? <laughs> like, to where I don't want to try to hit on his girlfriend or. Do I not really care at this point? I'm just going to go for it. You're a bad friend. <laughs> I can be. <laughs> and I'm all about... I'm all about... Uh, but no, with we the weren't together. Works. We were just friends. But you didn't know that. So, yeah, we met that night. I remember you taking photos. And I kept trying to photobomb them. Jumping in front of the camera. Yes. Being... Running into you on the dance floor, like bumping into you and yes, just being... Yes, I was dancing and you would bump in or you would just start doing that thing you do where you put your, your hands over your eyes and you like start sensually trying Look, to dance. My sensual <laughs> dance yes. is my signature move. That is what won you over. No, I was actually mortified. Like I wanted oh. you to go away. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't go away. In you fact, did not go away. I kept uh, inserting you... myself into your conversations yes. with my other friends. Yes. You know, really just taking advantage of every moment. And, I did not uh, know. I thought you were just being like you. Because you were like that with everybody. You were like the life of the party. You were very social. Try to be. Yeah. So then the next time we saw each other was when? I think we, there were, um, I think we went ice skating. I think our group of friends, it was winter time. We went ice skating, no? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. We went ice skating. Um, so I got invited to go ice skating um i was actually there with some guy that i was kind of seeing not like you're just you're just kissing him a lot no 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 oh no you're not gonna (laughs) not gonna admit that here's your little kissing friend no oh we're just there we're just gonna they were kissing friends anyway um but then i got invited there by again some of your friends and so we went there and we just had a good time and you were there skating. I think you were also interested in somebody else. Yeah, I definitely was there with somebody else. Um, Calm yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you no, thought I, that. No, I mean, we you were we hoping. talked on the phone on the way there and Ooh. said, let's meet up and skate. And I was skating with that person. Okay. I got the pictures to prove it, little missy. Oh, okay, little okay. mister. <laughs> so anyway, after that point. Uh, the person that I was kind of there unquote, with. seeing. Not seeing. I didn't say that. I said oh. there with. Oh, okay. Uh, left. Yeah. But but my childhood friends that I grew up with, we there was a movie theater right next to the skating rink. We said, hey, let's uh, extend this party even longer and go and see Rambo. Yeah, so I got invited by your friends to go see that. And I was like, sure, why not? And uh, we sat next to each other in the theater. Or maybe I sat well, next to sat you. you sat next to me because I was sitting next to some of our friends. Yeah. And, and as we're watching the movie, I don't remember if it was during the movie or maybe after the movie. But I thought, I'm just going to put my hand on this girl's leg. And I don't know what he was thinking because I was like, dude. Look, it's a hit or miss. It was a miss. Yeah, it was a miss. Yeah. But it could have been a hit. It so, was definitely not going to. YOLO, right? I guess. I got your number that night. Because you gave it to me, not because I asked. Wait, I gave you your number? No, you gave me... You gave no, me... I got your number. Did... Oh, because I was giving it to somebody else. No, no, no. That other person tried to piggyback off my number, off you getting my number. Wait, 
That person tried to piggyback off you giving me your number. I thought it was the other way around, but maybe not. No, you're just a nice person. I was. And I mean, you thought I could always change my number later. No, not at all. I just, I thought, you know, I thought that that group of friends was just really cool and you were part of that. So I thought, why not? You know, we're just all friends. So, so. we started walking back to our vehicles. Now, the thing is, I got to the party late. So did I. And there was no parking in the ice skating rink parking lot. So I ended up having to park like, I think there was a hotel next door or something. And I had to park in that parking lot. Is that, mm. It was a different parking lot. We can agree on that, right? It was a really large parking lot. And we parked like way, way far. I'm not really sure if it belonged to a different like com- uh, different like establishment. Oh, okay. But it was definitely far, far away. So as we're walking as the group, the group starts to get smaller and smaller because people are getting to their cars. And and then it's just me and you walking. That's right. And when we get to our cars, lo and behold, they are right next to each other. Yep. Like literally. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, you know what? And we had talked the whole way out there up to the car. And I thought, you know what? I didn't want the conversation to end. I did have your phone number. You were sprung. (laughs) <laughs> I was already sprung. I did have your phone number, so I thought, I'm just going to call her right now. Yeah, I got into my car, and then I got a phone call, and I was like, oh, okay. So as I looked through you through the window, we yeah. just kept talking. Yeah. We drove to our respective places, yeah. um, but we had a pretty good conversation, I would think, right? Yeah, it was very, was it? it was not at all, like, forced. It was very laid back. It was, it just came easy. A natural convo. Yeah. And I think you told me later that you were actually surprised that I was capable of carrying on an intelligent conversation. That was probably like later, later. But oh, yes, later, later. Yeah. So it still wasn't an intelligent conversation at that point. You're still like a big old goofball. You're just a goofball. But yeah, I mean, I remember enjoying your, the conversation, you know. But yes, as we get deeper into knowing each other, you actually was like, you got to peel the layers, you know, like a little onion. And you were actually like an intelligent human being. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're very like proper and like... These are the rules of society and you have to follow them to be protected. And, you know, this is proper etiquette. And I'm more like, you know, do it. Do it. As long as you're not hurting anybody, go for it. So, yeah, um, that it was kind of like salt and vinegar. Basically, no, that's not right. It was like sweet and sour. Okay. And uh, you were definitely sour. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But that kind of started our conversations on the phone. Yeah. Uh, We would talk more and more. Um, then it became a time when I convinced you to, uh, hang out with me. Yeah. And, um, we went to the mall. Yeah. Uh, we hung out for the day, I guess. And then Mm -hmm. decided to go catch a movie after that. I did not do well during the mall time. Apparently, uh, I made a couple jokes that mortified you. They just weren't funny i thought i thought you were being really mean and in my the way i was interpreting this i just thought why is he's trying to be funny but he's not you know and you embarrassed me in front of a pretzel lady (laughs) that's right it was like auntie Anne's or something mm -hmm. yeah i embarrassed you in front of her and um was not my intention right i could have definitely dialed it back a bit but it was a weird dynamic because i had before we met, I had a bunch of friends who were girls. There was yeah. like six girls. And we all had this kind of like brother-sister kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. So we kind of teased each other a bit or picked on each other a little bit. And it wasn't like romantic or anything like that. So I think maybe I was kind of in that mindset I was like, still. this guy invites me to go out, which I mean, I'm not really sure if he likes me. But if he does, he has the weirdest way of showing it because he's just 
being a butthead and and just embarrassing me in front of this pretzel lady and this lady's probably thinking you think like that pretzel lady went home and and told her friends and family because, what happened yeah because you were very mean like mean. it was mean uh-huh it was it was mortifying i guess i had never met someone like you that's for sure so, and i'm sure she went home and was like this guy so why did you still go to the movie with me well i figured I was going to be nice and proper and finish the day. See, that's out. that's what I liked about you. So. You were just still nice and proper. So we go to the movie. It's one missed call. It was scary a scary movie. movie. Yes. And um, very cheesy, but still funny. Or yeah, it was, fun. it was cheesy. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, making some comment like, you know, the, the tension between us is so palpable. We need to, we need to break it with the kiss. And you were like looking at me like I am not gonna kiss. And before you can even finish that, sentence, well, you were like already, you know, coming towards me. I could feel it. Yeah, you could feel that. Yeah, I could feel it. It was nice. So we started kissing, yes. and immediately that shut you up. Oh, well, <laughs> don't be a jerk. <laughs> you didn't finish your sentence. Well, I mean, you're anyway. You were kissing and, me, dork. Uh, and the night turned out wonderfully. Yeah, I thought, oh, okay, he can kiss. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) So the next day, I remember driving out to your work and bringing you lunch. You did. And um, from that point on, it was just But I remember, you know, you coming to see me, and um, we went to go get lunch, and then it was like, hug, like, hug, pat, 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 like, see you later. And then I thought, okay, does he not like me? Like, how come he didn't, you know, kiss me? So I kind of interpreted that as like, well, okay, that was kind of, you know, different. But then I thought it was really nice what you said. that. Well, we had talked, and yeah. I don't know if you brought that up. I did, I think. Okay, you brought it up. I and, I, I and I just basically said, I didn't want you to think that I was just using you to kiss. Like know, like so that sad. guy that you went to the skating rink with, your little kissing buddy. Shut up. <laughs> that was you. a mutual agreement. That's fine. I didn't say it wasn't. I would saying. hope two people kissing is a mutual agreement. <laughs> but basically, I didn't want you to feel like I was just yeah. using you as somebody to kiss on. So You're very sweet. I wanted to you know, let you know that I really was interested in you. And we had gone out a couple times after that. And yeah. from that point, it was like literally every single we day, right? Inseparable. Yeah. Like, really. Mm-hmm. inseparable that's right and so um there's a lot of it, it was i think our dy- dynamic would have been really interesting to look at from the outside because people see these complete opposites oh i'm sure people were thinking like why you know here's this introverted person with this person who is so loud and boisterous and i it'd don't be, know it'd be like the equivalent of who was it like sandra bullock with that motorcycle guy what was his name? Oh, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse Sutton. James. Is that what it was? Jesse James? Yeah, I think it was Jesse James. Like yeah, this, maybe. this good girl, all American sweetheart, and then this. I wasn't a bad boy, but like yeah. maybe compared to our friends, I might have come off like that because I like yeah. to live life on the edge. Right. <laughs> but anyway, we, yeah, we just clicked. And um, from that point on, it was just like, like we said, every single day. Uh, I remember. I mean, in the beginning, don't get me wrong, like the first times when, you know, I saw you in the crowd with your friend and stuff, I thought, I thought you were annoying. I think I, I said that. I think you made that clear when oh, you I'm said sorry. that a little bit earlier. I did? I already said it? I think you said I was annoying already. Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, you can say it again. <laughs> you okay. were freaking annoying. Freaking annoying. <laughs> I, I guess I, I grow on, I grow on you. See, the way I see it is if I set the bar so low. Right, right. It makes it really easy to, uh exceed that Mm. you know get Mm -hmm. this low impression and then 
you come around. I figure if you can see through all that, then you can see me for who I really am on the inside. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I remember we first time saying I love you. And then just shortly after that, it was just like, I need to marry this girl. You know, and it just, it was something that just felt very strong. And um, so I went and proposed to you. You said yes, albeit not enthusiastically. Well, that's what you think. I mean, remember, I'm very like... Um... I get embarrassed very easily, um, and I'm also a very private person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like being the center of attention of anything. I mean, when I'm in a crowd and people are like looking at me, like I feel like I start to sweat. Like I just don't. So, I mean, you came in to my work, to my place of work, <laughs> your place of business, <laughs> and you did that. So I was just a little taken aback, but it was still very, very, very sweet nonetheless. So you said yes. I did. And uh, so basically from the time that we met to the date that we were married. It was like eight months. It was. Yeah. It all happened like very whirlwind. Is yes. they say? A whirlwind romance. Whirlwind romance. Well, I'm sorry. It whirlwind. It's a hard word to say. Whirl. Whirlwind. It was a twirly twirly romance. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to think like, you know, my parents had spoke with you. In fact, my mom, uh, one of the first times we went out to have pizza, I remember my mom telling me, and I think she was kind of afraid that she was going to spook me away from you, uh, because if she approved of a girl, maybe I wouldn't want to talk to them anymore, but she dropped a lot of hints that she really liked you and that you were a great listener, and, and um, cool. you know, so I, I already knew that that was going to be okay, but I think about your parents, and like, I didn't talk with your parents at all. Well, you know, there's a language barrier. My ba- my parents don't speak a lot of, Eng- of English. It's, you know, limited a little. Um, so and, and you, you had always come to my house when we were dating. I rarely went yeah. to yours. Um, and you don't speak Spanish, so there's, you know. Just a little. There was that. And so I'm sure my parents were really freaked out because it all happened in eight months. And they're thinking, who is this person? And I'm sure it was really scary for them. But they didn't shoot me or anything like that. They allowed it to happen. <laughs> Met your brothers, and it was like instantly they're like, you're a part of the family now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to celebrate 10 years in just a couple weeks. I know. And it just has flown by. Yeah, it certainly doesn't feel like that. It probably feels like maybe half of that. So it's just insane. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So that's that's how we started. That was, you know. And did uh, I mention that you were annoying? Uh, you know what? I think you might have once or twice. So, you know, that's, that's where we started from. And, you know, we had both, you know, I think up to that point, another benefit to our relationship was that we had dated around a lot before we met each other, or we had been in relationships before where we kind of, you know, some maybe were better than others. And we had learned things about ourselves and about things that we didn't really want in a companion and things that we did want in a companion. And that was a big benefit. And we talked so much during those eight months that I think we learned a lot about each other very quickly that may have taken a little bit more time to get out of each other if it was with somebody else. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, that's that's our origin story. Why don't we... Um, Why don't we get into our next segment, which is going to be my opinion. Now, what I wanted to do for this, it may sound kind of cheesy and kind of hokey, but one of the things I think that we really kind of connected off in the beginning is that we both had a love for reading. Um, We had talked about, you know, being young and 
the books that we love to read when we're younger. And there was a book that you recommended for me to read. Yeah. And I knew nothing about this book. And you didn't want me to find out anything about this book. Yeah, In fact, when you let me borrow jacket. it, you took the jacket away so I couldn't even read the synopsis on it. Right. And um, I was like, okay. So I started reading this book. And the book was called Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. So that's what we're going to talk about for this uh, My Opinion segment. Yes, it is an older book. And yes, you guys are probably very familiar with the movies You're that came out. You're probably cringing. Cringing right get now. Get over it. But uh, you know what? This is how we fell in love. So we're going to talk about it. If you're wondering if it's lame or if it's groovy, here's the segment where I share a review of a movie if you like Despicable Me. Or even minions, I didn't, but that's okay. It's just my opinion on the show. Don't you know? That's my opinion. Okay, why did you think that I would want to read Twilight? Um, you know, at that time, you have to remember, I just want to say, like, movies or none of that hadn't come out yet hadn't even been so talked this about. was just a ya a young adult um you know a teen book um it it was a fantasy and i knew that you were a fan of that you know um i'm a fan of that to some degree um and so i read it and was just like this is good you know for, for what it is mm-hmm. remember you know it's a it's a young adult novel so we were young adults right (laughs) um so i just remember you telling me that you grew up with books you loved books and so i had just finished that and just thought i'll pass it on and i didn't want you to read the jacket and go oh this is probably some teenage angst love story i just didn't want you to know anything about it oh that's why you didn't want me to read because you didn't want me to think it was like oh this is some lovey-dovey romance yeah i just wanted you to i just wanted you to read it and so I just gave it to you without the book jacket and said, read it. I liked it. Okay, so because I didn't know anything about it, mm-hmm. I'm reading it. And um, I imagine that a lot of you listeners only know what you saw in the movie. And I think it was not, I mean, it's pretty accurate to the book, right? I mean, there's definitely some there's definitely changes ch- to it. But sure. the, the plot's the same. There are these high school students, um, this new girl. When well, I knew that you were also into Buffy. Uh-huh. And so I just thought, I don't know, he might like this. But you didn't know anything about that. I knew that, nothing. So. so I'm reading about this girl. She's new to the school. Um, there's this, you know, dreamy, mysterious guy that she likes. And I think the part when it really hooked me was when she's about to get hit by a car. And he, like, puts his hand out and he stops it. Something like and that. And I was like, oh, this dude's a superhero. Yeah. Like, Alicia got me the superhero book. This is going to be awesome because I love superhero stuff. Yeah. So, um, as the book continues, I basically don't find out he's a vampire until she finds out, right? Or does the book tell you he's a vampire before she finds out? Mm, I don't remember. It's just been so long, I don't long, remember honestly. either. But I remember, the, oh, another plot twist. Oh, I thought he was a superhero, but now he's a vampire. So, it was very, very intriguing to me at that point. And um, I remember Alicia would call me and she would ask me, like, Oh, what did you read? Like, what chapter are you on right now? Yeah. I think you had read, read it like twice already, sure. right? yeah. So you were pretty familiar with it. Yeah. And I would tell you and we would talk about that. And then uh, there was this, you know, 
after that book, you know, it didn't really. We we know about Team Edward and we know about Team uh, Jacob. Jacob right now. Uh, that was a big phenomenon when the movies came out. But in the first book, Twilight, Jacob was just this little long haired boy. Yeah. It had nothing to do really with. It wasn't part of this love triangle yet. It was pretty much just. Uh, That's right. He Bella. doesn't get ripped till yeah. you know book two. <laughs> till book two is when he gets ripped. So after that, after reading Twilight. Um, I was like, yeah, this is good. And, you know, again, it's a young adult novel. It's not like it was um, Shakespeare or anything right. like that. But, That's why I said you had to take it for what it was. Right. The, but the, the story was very interesting. And I liked the dynamic of having this family of vampires. And though it was kind of creepy that this dude is like hundreds of years old hooking up with this high school <laughs> chick. But yeah. I guess that's the dream for some guys, right? Because they connected on a spiritual level. It wasn't just age, right? It wasn't like you're so wise for your years and right? So that's how it was with me and Alicia. She was just so wise for her years. Right. Oh, hey. I, I decided to uh <laughs> to hit her. So there were definitely some similarities between us and um so my opinion of Twilight, when I think of Twilight, I can't help but think of that scene where we've got Robert Pattinson like making that that face like he smelled a fart or something like that i can't help but think of that but then when i or when he's running or when he's running and it looks comical just absolutely yeah well because the thing of it is is i don't know i know a lot i'm gonna probably get a lot of crap from this from my opinion about this but i just i just wish they would have left it alone i don't know i I don't think you would get crap about it I don't think anybody. Well, I really think a liked lot of people. Movie. I think a lot of people enjoyed the movies. I. Just, I don't know. I. I, think, I just didn't. I didn't like. Sorry, I did not like Robert Pattinson playing. You know, Edward. I thought. Um, I thought the character character of Jacob was pretty well played by, by what's his name? I can't remember his name right now. Um, Taylor Swift. No, it's Taylor, Taylor Lautner. Lautner. I know it wasn't Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew it was a Taylor, and if I said Taylor, you would remember the name. <laughs> Taylor Lautner. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Even Taylor though this Swift. is an opinion of Twilight, yes. I got to say that I was definitely Team Jacob. Because I was like, this dude oh, right, knows right. how to have a good time. He's going to protect his girl. Well, you're a Jacob. He's not a you're... stick in the mud. Right. You know, I thought Edward was just so boring and like... Always oh. yeah. But I guess when you're like hundreds of years old, like... <laughs> You know, you're going to be like that. Jacob. Maybe because I feel like maybe it wasn't cast properly. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think th- what happened was the movie was a low budget movie. It didn't have it much of a budget to work with. Yeah. And it was so wildly successful that yeah. they can continue with it. But now they had to stick with the characters they had from the first movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm of course, you know, I'm going to stick with I thought the book's were better. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, if I would ever go back and reread that, I'd just see robert pattinson's uh-huh. face and it's like great because i had so i had someone so much hotter in me. mind and yeah you no it wasn't me <laughs> so uh i would say look if you are of a younger generation and you weren't really around during the whole twilight fever and saw those movies you could probably go back and read the book unsullied and get a lot of enjoyment out of it would you agree to that sure like the movies or the books are? no i'm saying like for those those kids who didn't live during the twilight fever like if they went back and read the book without seeing the movie they would probably enjoy the book oh i think they would you know they may even like the movie right they might I mean, that's what it was made for i think we were just too old to like maybe really yeah, you're appreciate right. I mean, because i did our I... little fangirls were like all on it and 
Oh my gosh. Well, maybe. I guess we just. Well, there's. I'm sure there's people my age that really enjoyed it, and and again, that's your opinion. Yeah. You know, I just. That's why I have the jingle. It's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. I think that the books were a lot better. Um, I don't like the casting decisions um, that were made in in certain characters and. Some of the stuff just wasn't, as far as like the special effects, just weren't done properly, in my opinion. You know? Yeah. But I think also, I think you're, you're also, you know, what you said about maybe them not having enough money. You know, it wasn't as high budgeted as, I guess, the rest were. But anyway. All right. Well, that's our opinion on Twilight, the book by Stephanie Myers. All right. So now's the part where we're going to talk about... Uh, some misconceptions that we had about marriage and some pleasant surprises that we had about marriage. I asked you to think of some things that fall under these categories. You came up with a little list. Let's start with uh, what was a common misconception or not a common one. What is a misconception that you had about what married life would be like? That everything's perfect. Everything's perfect? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like no arguments. Like everyone... It's just perfect. Like, everything's perfect. Like, like, we just wake up in the morning, open the windows, and bluebirds come in, and they right. dress us. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I have a little friend who's a mouse. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. And I take it, it wasn't like that then. No, it wasn't. I mean, it definitely, like... Was there, like, a moment when you realized that, or was it, like, it was gradually, like, like... No, I think it was when we had, like, maybe our first argument. I was like, like no, oh, this isn't supposed, supposed to, to... Yeah, we're not supposed to argue. I don't know. Aww. It's weird. But, I don't know. I mean, you were like, of course we are. <laughs> yeah, to me, I was thinking, like, this is what marriage is. Like, you're going to have two people who are still learning about each other. Yeah. They're going to have differences of opinions. Um, you know, you are a definitely a fiery Latina woman. Ooh la la. Yeah, so that's not a French, though. Oh. Um... Exactly, there you go. Uh, so I thought marriage is, yeah, you may argue, but. You or or kind of like they live happily ever after, but I mean, we are happy. You know yes. what I'm saying? But it, I'm just saying that everything's going to be perfect. And no, you definitely have your. Your little bumps along the road, and it's all about how you handle it. I think us compared to some other people we might know, we only knew each other for eight months. Right. So we were still... Oh, I'm sure people were thinking, those crazy kids ain't going to make it. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But we were still learning each other. You know, some people yes. have been together for years. Some people have lived with each well, other keep in before. Mind that we had not lived together. Yeah, not so, at all. And we know. are very different personalities. Yes. So there's a lot of things that we had to be like, Okay, I'm going to put my foot down on this and like, not give a little on this. Oh, and, oh, oh, yes, yes. Like, even down to, like, furniture in the house. I mean, now, because we just started, we were basically taking any furniture that was free. But as we started to, you know, buy our own things, <laughs> we definitely had different taste and style. Yeah. Um, For how to decorate the house and things like that. There were... uh. You know, because our personalities were so different, I would be more loud and embarrass you still, even after we were married, and and I kind of wanted to get still, you out of your shell a little you still bit. Do. <laughs> I still do. That's true. But um, okay, so you thought it would be like happy, perfect. Yeah, and Twitter, I, Twitter, and Twitter. That's, yeah, 
and that's very I guess now that I look back at him like that was very naive but I think it goes with my personality of like type a like everything has to be perfect or everything ha- you know what I mean mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know how to explain it but but I but you quickly taught me that that's not it's crazy it's not like you know welcome to crazy i think the beauty of marriage is that you can have these arguments but you still know through all that 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 person's still gonna stick with you they're still gonna be with you yeah that you can have a difference of opinion strongly but still at the end of the day that person's still gonna be with you yep and that's what i loved about it because i remember you know when i was younger and just dating I was always like trying to be the perfect boyfriend. I would be like, try to be super romantic and yes, whatever you'd like. Yes, it's yours. And kind of didn't really have much of a spine because I thought, you know, I don't want to fight. I don't want to argue because if we argue, then she's going to break up with me and then I'll yeah. be single again. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when we got married, it was nice to be able to actually not not be in fear that I was going to be left just because yeah. I wanted to do something different. Yes. Okay, what was a pleasant surprise you had about marriage? What about you? What about your misconception? Um, I I don't think I had... I think I kind of knew what I was going into. <gasps> oh. Like, as okay. far as marriage was concerned. Oh. You know, at least I think maybe... Okay, I just want to preface Oz by saying this is a marriage that works for us. And these are right. the things that we do. Now, other people, they may never argue or, you know, fight. Like... And that's great. If you have a marriage like that and it works for you, then wonderful. But Alicia and I are very opinionated people. <laughs> We're very opinionated, both of us. And, you know, maybe sometimes her more than me. I want to win. <laughs> exactly. You want to win. So, you know, sometimes things can get a little little spicy. Spicy is what I like exactly. to call it. But, yeah. But we've also learned to let stuff go. Absolutely. And I know that that's going to come later in the discussion, but yeah. maybe a misconception I had about marriage was that we would be uh, rich <laughs> because like, why not? We bought, we have two incomes now, right? Like that means double the money. If I was doing fine when I was single and you were doing fine when you were single together, we should be like swimming in the money, like Scrooge McDuck. Right. I didn't think that. Oh, you didn't No. Well, the no. little side note, I had uh, <laughs> I had been out of work right when we got married. Like I wasn't able to work because my vehicle broke down you had a job and the job I had was very dependent on that vehicle. Yeah. So not having the money to get it fixed, kind of looking around, it was not pretty. I'm sure my parents thought months. you were a deadbeat. Yeah, just it kidding. looked bad. <laughs> I was super independent until I got married and then everything just kind of fell apart. Um, but we got back on track after that. But I guess that was my misconception. Like, now we should be fine uh, as far as my finances went. Well, okay. And we are now. Yeah. <laughs> but in the beginning, we weren't. It was like, I think I'd struggled more being married than I did whenever I was single. But I think when you're single, you just don't care about certain things. When you're married, you well, definitely you want, your, you want your spouse <laughs> to have a particular lifestyle. And well, you had roommates, so like split rent four ways. Yeah, I guess. you know. That's true. Now it's like, That's true. yeah. Now it's like your money's my money. Exactly. <laughs> what were some ple- present, uh, pleasant surprises about marriage? Some things that you didn't expect. Oh, um, well, I think you've already talked about it, but it brings a sense of safety. Mm-hmm. Like I can completely um, let my hair down, you know, and be crazy and say crazy things and tell you exactly how I feel and knowing that 
you're not going to judge me. You're going to let me be me. And I feel like I try to let you be you, even though sometimes I got to like, you know. Reel it in a little bit. Yeah, reel it in a little bit. And I need somebody to reel me in a little bit, so I'm not going to fault you for that. Um, You know, it's funny you say that because I think one of the moments that really solidified the fact that I wanted to marry you was there was a moment when when I was on the phone with you driving home and um, I got a little case of the bubble gut. Like, oh my God. I had to use the restroom. <laughs> oh my I was gosh. sweating. I was like, Great. I'm not going to make they don't it. don't want to hear that. Oh, well, I just want them to know that I I was open <laughs> with this. I was open about this with you. I got home, made a little joke right before we hung up. Yeah. And um, instead of you being disgusted, I you, just, hilarious. you just laughed hilariously. And I kind of knew in that moment, like, this is a girl I can be myself around. Yeah. And she's going to accept it. So, well, you know, I, I grew up in between two brothers. So mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen it all. You know, boys are stinky and gross. And thank you, Danny Nedwin, for preparing her. flush the toilet sometimes. Yeah. So hey, I, I flush a toilet. <laughs> no, yes. True, okay. True, true. Yes. Don't, <laughs> don't be let, making these people think I don't flush no, toilets. No, you do. You <laughs> flush toilets. All right. You do. You do. Okay. Okay. Um, but basically, I find that there's. Are, even though your humor can sometimes go off the deep end, I feel like we do. In your share... opinion, in your opinion, <laughs> I'm sorry, in my some opinion. people love my humor. Um, we share a lot of the same humor, like mm-hmm. we do. Um, so, yeah. I think a surprise for me was just how much I could love somebody else, yeah. like. You know, up up to that point, you know, when you're when you're young, like you think you've been in love before and you you think you kind of have a grasp on what love is. But there would be times when I would just think to myself, I wish somebody would pick a fight with Alicia just so I can defend her. You like, have said honor. that before, which like, I think is ridiculous. <laughs> it is stupid. <laughs> but I wanted a chance to prove my love by beating the crap out of somebody. Wow. Uh, that is not an invitation for you guys to, to pick on my wife. <laughs> It's just, I was just like, I love this woman so much. I want to just beat somebody up for her. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, and then no, I, and then it would turn to, you don't think I could beat somebody yeah. up? And, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I don't really want you hurting anybody. It but. was definitely a machismo thing. And I don't want to hurt people either. I'm a very, yeah, like, a very kind person. Yeah. But if somebody messes with you. I know. That's it. All right. Yeah, you've told me what you would do to them. It's pretty, uh, pretty scary. I have a plan. I know you do. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I have a plan. Uh, is there anything else you want to add before we move along? Um, as far as the surprises. Yes. No, I think I'm good. That's it. All mm-hmm. right. Um, why don't we split up the next part with an ask fast question? You want to do that? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's do that. Ask fast or fast ask. Either way, say it's gonna be a blast. All right, so I just want you to come up with the first answer that pops in your head when I ask you these things. Okay. Who is a childhood celebrity crush for you? Oh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, you liked him from. Uh, I did. He Home was on Home Improvement. Yep. Just couldn't wait to be king. He just could not wait to be king. He was also Simba's voice when he was little. Like young Simba on yeah. the Lion King, yeah. I got that. Well, I don't know if your listeners did, yes. but yeah. Uh, what was the weirdest job you've had? The weirdest job? Um, I don't think I had a weird job, but I worked at Carl's Jr. That's weird, I guess. It wasn't weird. It just I haven't had a weird job, but that was definitely by far 
not my favorite. No? <laughs> no. Didn't you work with your little buddy? I worked with my best friend, and that was amazing, but... Claudia. Wait, Claudia, if you're listening, girl, you remember. She remembers. Solidarity you know what, Cla- Yeah, she's ride or die, Claudia. She is my ride or die. Yeah. I quit, and then she goes, I quit too. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, like, knocked over the oh, register and walked out. It was bad. <laughs> I know. What was the worst advice ever given to you? I don't know. Um, pass. Pass. Okay. Uh, what always makes you laugh? What always makes me laugh? Um, I don't know. Watching Friends. Friends. Um, okay. Also, you. I mean. I I have to say you're a big laugher of fart jokes. I am. <laughs> you like fart jokes. Okay. They make you laugh. Just saying the word fart, you start giggling. Yeah, or when you make noises. Oh. When you make fart noises. Um, what is a secret talent that you have? Okay, folks, I know the answer to this. <laughs> she's not going to say it because I think she's terrified of the secret talent. But no, it is amazing. You're very sweet. Uh, what is the best compliment ever made to you? That my eyes look like sand or something. <laughs> <laughs> you shut up. Don't sully it. Well, I'm just saying that your eyes are like sand on the beach after the waves come and they recede back they go from being a light brown to a dark brown that's what he said to me okay. was very sweet that's what won you um what is the biggest risk you've ever taken as she thinks marrying you <laughs> the biggest risk jeez um you, well you know i'm a person who uh, is a creature of habit. Change mm-hmm. is really hard for me. So moving from Los Angeles to Texas was something, Was a, to me, was a huge risk. Not um, just Texas, but a small town in Texas. Small town, Bernie. I mean, I went from L.A. culture, um, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, to, to a tiny little town, basically. To a tiny little town where... Yep. And I'm glad you made that risk, or I never would have met you. <laughs> That's true. Uh, who would you change places with for a day? I would like to, well, I know you always tell me if you could just see what I do. So I would trade places with you and no, I want you to trade places with me. I would be in your shoes. I wouldn't want to put you in my shoes. <laughs> Why? It would definitely know. maybe make me appreciate, you know, all the stuff that you have to put up with your I job. feel like you already appreciate me. You don't need to live through the nonsense I have. All right, fine. I'd like to be zoomies. <laughs> there you go, our dog. There you I go. want his life. You want his life? Yes. I think you would do really good in his and he's life. he's staring at us right now. As he's looking at us, yep. <laughs> don't bring my name into your dumb podcast. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, what is a guilty pleasure that you have? <sighs> a guilty pleasure? Oh, I like to watch um, purse videos on YouTube. Purse videos? Okay. Like, like what women carry in their bags. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I love to watch that. Okay. It's just weird, but I love it. What could you be better at? <sighs> Not sweating the small stuff. Okay. So just kind of sometimes enjoying the moments instead of having to worry about every single little thing. I tend to worry. I'm a worry wart, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would you like to be stranded on a desert island with? Duh, you. Me? Duh. Okay. Uh, something you thought was true for a long time and then realized wasn't. 
something that was true for the longest? That you thought was true for a long time and then realized wasn't. Um, I have no idea. Pass? Yeah, I don't know. Why didn't okay. you prep me for these? Sorry. And then the last one, what would be the superpower that you would want? I would want to, like, teleport or fly or something. Teleport or fly? Yeah. Okay. I would think you'd, like, want to be invisible. No, because then if, like, I wouldn't want to hear what people say about me. Oh, <laughs> that would break, they would just say nice things. They would things. break my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. I don't want to know. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was good. Okay. Thank you for that. What about you? You're not going to answer it. That wasn't for me. That was just for you. Oh, okay. What, you want to do it for me? Well, at least let me ask you one of them. Okay, hold on. Let me pull the list back up. Okay. Go for it. Um, I mean, you can ask me them all. What's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure would be... You know, I have a... Not to go off on a tangent, but I have like a problem with uh, the term guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. I brought it up on past episodes. I don't think you should be guilty of anything that brings you joy. I think you should just own it. But if and, it's killing people. Um, well. Got you there. You know. I guess, yeah. Just I guess kidding. <laughs> I enjoy, I don't enjoy killing people, so I guess I never or had to. Or beating people up. <laughs> yeah. I want to beat people up that fight my wife. Uh, but I would say, like, a pleasure that I have that probably other people would want to make fun of me about is I like watching, um, like, rom-coms, like, romantic movies. Okay. That are funny, too, I guess. Okay, and uh, what is something like that Like, I watch got... Gilmore Girls with you. Love Gilmore Girls. I like Girls. Gilmore Girls. You know what a guilty pleasure is? I don't know if it really, like, if it really is a guilty pleasure, but I can, like, watch Gilmore Girls and then... You know, watch the seventh season, like let's say episode twenty, and it's done. And then I go restart, play episode one, season one, and I she just does do that this. She literally does this over again, and I can do that repeatedly with that show and friends. But anyway, enough about me. Something you thought was true for a long time, and then realized it wasn't. Um, my mom used to tell me as a kid that she wasn't allowed to put the dome light on in the car. Uh, we would travel a lot at night. Um, yeah. We lived in Las Vegas and we would travel to California. So like the desert night is just, I mean, pitch black. There weren't street lights and stuff. And then because I love to read so much or play my Game Boy back then, it didn't have like a backlight. Like if there was no light outside, you just were not seeing your Game Boy. So I would want to put on that little dome light in the vehicle. And she said that that was against the law <laughs> if I had that light on. So she lied. And I found out when I was older, that's just a lie. But now, you maybe don't want she it believed, on when you're driving. Maybe she believed it. Yeah. Maybe she thought that, but... Well, no, because it is annoying to have a light when you're driving. Sure, but she said it was against the law. I know, because, because she didn't want she you said she would get pulled it. over and get... Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she really thought it was against the law, but it wasn't. So, if kids, if your parents tell you that, you just turn that light on and you read that book. <laughs> okay, that's it. I love the six cents and memento. I love the way the movie end goes. Plot twist and a surprise. She's a clone, the main character dies. But nothing makes my red blood boil Like when my favorite movie's spoiled So before you get butt hurt You've been warned with a spoiler alert You've been warned with a spoiler alert
All right, so we are going to uh, spoil secrets about ourselves right now, which is why you just heard the spoiler alert jingle. Um, we're going to start off with five things that people don't know about each other. Uh, so, Alicia, why don't you go first? What are five? No, you know, I'll go first. Oh, you're going to just list them off? Like, yeah, these are five things that do. people may not know about my wife, Alicia. Um, you ever watch, like, the David Letterman show? Yeah. Or no, it wasn't David Letterman. It was Kid Craddock in the morning. Yeah. You go, number five. Like, whenever they do, like, uh, a countdown uh, okay. or something. So, uh, that that's what I want to do right now. I want to go number five. Alicia is a terrific dancer. She's not only a terrific dancer, but she loves to dance. And whenever she thinks that... As uh, long as people aren't looking at me. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> whenever she thinks I'm not here or if I'm not paying attention to her, I can sometimes sneak upstairs if I hear music playing and she will be dancing with our dog. And she's a great dancer. Uh, number four. Uh, she had that secret talent that we referred to before. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it. I mean, we're in a spoiler alert section. She can sing. This girl is a singer. She can sing. She is extremely self-conscious about it, so she will never sing for you guys, so don't even ask her. Uh, but she has a very nice voice, and she's a good singer, um, and she has a very good ear for music, too. So that uh, would be number four. Number three, she runs fast. Now, you're not going to be able to see her run probably ever, <laughs> but I remember the first time I saw her run, Images of Speedy Gonzalez came to my mind. Maybe that's, that's a little racist. racist maybe. <laughs> but she was fast. I remember we were at California Adventure. Disneyland? And, um, no, it was California Adventure. That was Disney. Well, yes, California Adventure at the Disneyland Park in oh, Los yes. Angeles. And we were with her brothers, yeah. and we decided that we were just going to race somewhere. And Alicia ran in place for a second, then poof of smoke and she was off and i remember me and her brothers were looking at each other kind of like oh wow like that girl's fast she used to tell me when she was a kid she would win all of her little schoolyard races but you would think someone so little and small like wouldn't have the the leg stretch to to be that fast but yeah she's a little speedy gonzalez um the, the what were we on number one two three number three right mm-hmm. um she loves roller coasters. Uh, if you guys know her, she's a nervous wreck about a lot of things. <laughs> roller coasters, she is too. We will be in line waiting. Her hands are drenched in sweat. Her heart is beating at you know 100 miles a minute. The whole time she's saying she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't want to do it. But as we get closer and closer to the roller coaster, her fear gets even higher she gets on the coaster and then she just cannot stop laughing and just she just loves it. She and loves you roller love coasters. Paying for the pictures. Yes, I love oh classic <laughs> pictures. Normally don't get the pictures because they're a ripoff, but the the sheer terror on Alicia's face <laughs> just makes it worth the thirty bucks or whatever I have to pay for it because she just loves roller coasters. And that kind of plays into the last one, which is she loves scary movies. For someone who worries about so many different things it boggles my mind that she loves scary movies as much as she does i remember the first time and we talked about this before we had saw paranormal activity together it was a good week before i can get that girl to go to sleep at night like she would just stay up at night and just stare into the darkness and be just terrified and i remember seeing things that would scare me but it never wasn't 
bad enough to where I, I wouldn't want to, you know, go to sleep at night. So, uh, scary movies would be the thing that you guys may not know about it. She loves scary movies. Love, love, love mm-hmm. scary movies. What about you? What are five things that they may not know about me? Uh, you coached soccer. I did coach soccer. I did I, not know that about you. I coached five and six year olds. That's so cute. They were very cute. Um, I would have them run drills and pretend like they were like airplanes and just fly around the field. They weren't they weren't serious. I mean, the girls would stop in the middle of the game and pick the grass <laughs> on the field. And uh, we didn't have a goalie back then. So or you, you don't have a goalie at that age. So uh, one of the kids would like to hang from the top of the goalie net like he was a monkey. I mean, they're just out there having a good time. OK, um, I think we talked about it. But, you know, you love to read like you just gobble books like nobody's business. I, I mean, do you just. You will read one of those books that are like a thousand pages, especially those like epic fantasy mm-hmm. novels, and mm-hmm. you will just devour it in days. I mean, it might take you just a couple of days to read that. So, and I, that's one of the things that attracted me to you was that, oh, he, he knows how to, to that I know how to read. <laughs> Your bar's very low. I just fought a man who knows how to read, you know? I only knew how to read, but actually enjoyed books. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Um, Another thing, you're really smart. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah. You're, like, intelligent. Like, I love having conversations with you because they're intelligent conversations. You know a lot about the world. You know a little bit about everything. And you're, yeah. You're I, very well, I don't know, educated, I feel. like. Yeah, I'm sure people just think I'm just this goofball, but, but I exactly, definitely. Exactly. It's like you're just, you're always silly. You're joking. But there's a side of you that maybe not everybody gets to see that I get to see where I feel like I'm very lucky like I and those are the things that probably attracted me to you more than anything else that you're really really smart and I didn't really find that out till after we were married I'm like oh he's smart. oh you didn't know we were dating not the smart? level of smart that you were you know but okay you like taking baths <laughs> I do and I haven't taken them in so long you like filling up the tub Yep, I do. I don't call them baths, though. Baths. I like taking baths, all right? Sometimes you just got to treat yourself. You got to just relax in the water. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom has called me a manatee. That could be because of my size. But it's also just because I love being in the water. And it's nice to just relax in a tub. And the, the number one thing is that you're very, like, you're very sensitive and very thoughtful. Like, I always thought to myself when I... Like, I always thought that I was the thoughtful one in the relationship, and I always felt like, oh, you know, I'd really like to find someone that's thoughtful and sensitive, and actually, like, I feel like you completely blow me out of the water. You're very, very thoughtful, very, very sensitive. Well, thank you. And I don't think a lot of people would know that about you. That I'm actually a sensitive person. You are. You really, really are. All right. Well, thank you. Well, you're welcome. So now that you just said all that, Mm -hmm. why don't you go ahead and say the top five things that annoy you about me? Okay. Like the little idiosyncrasies that happen around the house okay. that may just really get under your skin. Okay. Number five, you like to be the center of attention. Okay. And that is true. And it's not only that. It's like you have to be loud about it. And then sometimes you're inappropriate. Well, how do people pay attention to you unless you're loud enough? It's like, woohoo. And of course, you know. So, yeah. And I'm the type of person that's like, I don't even want people to look at me. So, you bring attention to us as a couple. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely had arguments about my love for being center of attention or you know when before we get before we go to get togethers i have to go hey you got to bring it down like some people will have a pep talk before they do something alicia is like an unpep talk like all right you need to bring it down a notch before we walk in here 
uh, I don't want you getting too excitable and, and, and you making know, a fool. Or, or joking to the point where people get their feelings hurt yeah. or you might offend somebody. But anyway. All right. Um, okay. Number four, you're a little hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> How am I a hoarder? How? Okay. May, you use the word hoarding and everybody thinks of like the show no, hoarders. No, no, no. It's not like that. Not. I would you just say like I'm to... a collector. <laughs> Because okay. I want to be that one. It's like when there's an issue or when there's a problem, it's like, oh, I wish I would have this. I would just be like, I've got that. And I just go and I get it and I save the day. Mm-hmm. And that day may be two years from now. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I am not a hoarder. I'm a collector. A saver. <laughs> <laughs> number three go, uh, goes with number five. You're really loud. <laughs> Wait, you can't say that twice. <laughs> it annoys you that much you have to put it on the list twice? No, one of them is you like being the center of attention. The other oh, one is okay. you're really loud about it. That's because I'm hard of hearing. Oh, no, I didn't mean it no, like no, this. No, no, you're calling me out no, no, for no, I'm not. A, no, no, no. a handicap I no, have. No, 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 no. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Alicia hates deaf people. You heard it here first. No, I don't. Go ahead and tweet oh. her at... No, you don't, no even. I don't even. Okay. I don't even tweet. All right, I'm loud. I am loud. It's yeah. just I am. Yeah. I'm loud. My music's loud. The TV's loud. Well, but that's not no. That's that's not. That doesn't pose oh, just that my voice. Mean. So you're <laughs> so you're okay with the TV being loud, not, but it's hearing I my voice. Because I know that you are hard of hearing, so that kind of stuff, like you just kind of learn to you know kind of deal with. But, okay. But you know, sometimes you have a voice that carries. Okay. Okay. Um, you leave number two. You leave toothpicks in my car, and I just I don't toothpicks. Toothpicks. You that, leave toothpicks in my car. That bothers you. Yes, because this is the first time hearing of this. I hate them. I throw them away. And you then... hate, and I'm always looking for them. Exactly. Like, where's that toothpick? I throw I them had? away because you digging your nails with them. Whatever. You want me to have dirty <laughs> nails? I don't, but I don't okay, want then. you to do that in my car. It's not like, okay. All right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> wow. Now it's my turn for the five things. Oh, no, you're still number lo- one. Oh, I thought you that was like five. to bite your nails and leave them sprinkled all over the house. Okay. <laughs> Again, they're not all over the house. I'll be sitting at the computer desk and it's like, oh, a mountain of Chris's fingers. Mountain. My goodness. Okay. I should a put couple. exaggeration on your list. Well, yeah. Okay, I do bite my fingernails. Sometimes. There, there are certain... <laughs> yes. I'm a fingernail biter. It's true. Um, they get really long. And because they're so clean, because I clean my, my nails out it with It looks toothpicks. like you just did it. I I'm did. looking at your nails right now. I did, actually. In church today. Nice. It's just a tick, I guess. You know. No, it's not a tick. It's just... I don't like them being really long. So why not get a fingernail clipper? Because there's no pleasure in that. See? So it's like, oh, fine. And you know what? It, it doesn't even bother me because because if it's just the if, fact that I leave them there. If there's a trash can and I mean, you've gotten better because I no longer find them in my car. I'm better at hiding them. Now in your car, I'll flick them out the window. I yeah. So. But that's after I called you out. It was like, yes, I need you to true. not leave your fingernails. Okay. But that's it. I mean, in spite of all that, I still love you. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. All right. So my five things that you uh, do that annoy me. Tread carefully. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can't get all sensitive. Oh, okay. Number five. Uh, you're too sensitive. I for sure. Um, sometimes I just, I, I think that we've established a basis of how far I can go. 
um, sometimes that that line is a little closer than I thought. And, you know, I may have. I mean, if I'm hungry, sometimes. forget it. Yeah. It just depends, true. you know, it just depends. Yeah. So you're you're a little too sensitive sometimes. You think you take things a little too personal that really sure. aren't supposed to be a personal I agree thing. with that. Not just for me, but from other people as well. I'm I like, agree. That had nothing to do with you. You don't need to be Yeah, like the fact that, that I'm... When someone said I'm antisocial. You know who you are out there, by the way, if you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, number four. And I don't have this written down. This is just off the top of the dome. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, number four is that you was when you would regularly get after me for having the fan on in a room. Even if I leave the room for like three minutes it's like you left the fan on turn it off whenever you leave the room turn the fan off yet you will leave the bathroom light on for because years you know that i'm afraid of the dark this is a new thing that just happened you've always had the light off and it wasn't like last week that you said oh it's because i'm afraid of the dark as you have this ipad light shining in your face you made me even more afraid of the dark because you tell me that annabelle, <laughs> oh, that annabelle is sitting in my closet oh right okay well she wants to save energy yet she'll leave these lights on i'm scared at all times you wouldn't make fun of my fears would you no i wouldn't make fun of your fears okay then okay so what was that number four yes uh number three Here we go. No, this is where it starts to get. Okay. Wow. One thing that I love about Alicia <laughs> is that she loves her family very much. But something that can be annoying is she's a little too into her family at times. Oh, I love them very much. That's okay. You can love them. You can love them. But sometimes I'm kind of like, and, it, and I admit it has gotten better over the years. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's quickly move on to number two. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, number two. Uh, Finish your thought. I'm just, you know, sometimes it's just like, like I can't explain it. Like too much. It's just like you're obsessed with your family. I just love my family. You're just obsessed. I wouldn't say. I obsessed. love my family too, but you're obsessed. Like, name an example. I'm not one. going to. So number two, <laughs> number two is gonna be. Um, I think I think you being uh too introverted sometimes. It gets kind of annoying. I'm like, come on, man. Like, annoying? Yeah, it's like come on, man. Like let people see this side of you, you know, like be a little be a little crazy. I'm gonna suggest a book that you need to read. Oh, what is it? It's called Quiet and it talks about how introverts are actually badasses. I'm sure that they are. Because sure. society wants you to think that introvertedness Ooh, is on. a bad thing. Oh, go on. But it is not. It's not. It's not. It's so not. The world makes it look like extroverts, you know, it's where it's at. But, you know, I, I disagree with that. Sure, there should be a combination of maybe both this, things. This is the part where it gets annoying. When we have plans to do something, and it may have been something that we've done a hundred times before, but you get so anxious about it the whole way there that it's just... It's just until you finally get there, and then it's like completely normal. And it's like totally getting cool me out again. of the house. I get it. Yeah, that's the part. Getting you out of the house. But once you're out doing a thing, like... Well, I'm not some, like, 
you know, troll living under a bridge or something. I'd say you're a troll. It's just I feel like sometimes I have to drag you kicking and screaming to things. I wouldn't say kicking no, and screaming. Not but... kicking and screaming. But I definitely have to I have to give you the pep talk. Like the pep talk you give me to like sure. calm down. Isn't it I have how to be lovely like, how we balance each other? I know. Out. It's like it's like, it's wow. like perfect. No, no pues wow. Oh wow. If you guys can see the looks that she's been giving me for this segment. Uh, remember how I said she gets I very sensitive? I will not let you shame me for being introverted. I won't. I won't shame you for I it. I don't feel shame. So let's go to number one. So my wife, she wants to talk about me leaving fingernails around the house. I cannot control what you're about to say. I'm a Latina. Okay, and I shed. No, I'm not talking about hair. I'm uh, talking about tissues. Oh, my tissues. She leaves tissues, used tissues, everywhere. There's been many nights where I've rolled over Guys, in bed. Guys, just please know that I have really, really, like, severely bad allergies. And I'm always sneezing up a storm. So I roll over and I have a wet tissue in my face. <laughs> it's not a burn. <laughs> It is regularly happened. Well, what you think what you need to do is you need to invest in a cute little trash can next to my side of the bed. And I'll get one for my fingernails um, and all our problems will be solved. High five. You guys just saw us communicate with each other. That's right. Came close to the edge of arguing. But, you know, we're going to go above that. We've we're resolved gonna, it. Yeah. Now we're both going to have trash cans on our sides of the beds where she can deposit her tissues. But see, you can't say that because you saved those tissues like you'll use a tissue till it's if dripping. It's, oh <laughs> First of all, look, it's blow and throw. Like a blow and throw. All right. Well, it'll. It's especially if it's it's in the middle of the night. I'm gonna blow and then just leave it there. And then if I need it again, <laughs> I'll look for it and there it is. I mean, oh gosh. Really. Okay. Really. Well, okay. Even though I annoy those things annoy me, I still love you so much. <laughs> all right. Okay. Great. All right, so I'm going to start wrapping it up here. Oh, that was pretty interesting. Alicia's looking at something on Instagram at the moment. Semi-truck pulled some Fast and Furious oh and almost, uh, killed the person. <laughs> almost killed a person. Okay, so I thought it would be interesting since, you know, we've been married for 10 years. I feel like though we may not be experts on the subject. We definitely have some tips that other people can benefit from. Would you agree with that? Yeah. All right, what are, some, what are three... Uh, tips that you would give to newlyweds people that have just been married just gotten married um i think it's okay to go to bed angry oh you took mine uh -huh. you'll hear so many times people say don't go to bed angry don't go to bed angry and i think we tried that in the beginning we did and then it was like drawn out and uh -huh. stuff but you know usually like honestly when you get a good night a good a good nights a good night's sleep <laughs> a good night's rest I wake up the next day thinking that was silly. Uh -huh. That was stupid. Yeah. Of course, every person is different. But I just think once I clear my head or go to bed and then the next day, I'm not mad anymore. And I just think that was a bunch of foolishness. You know, sometimes I, w I would feel kind of scared to go to bed because I can my my default when I'm upset, like either angry or sad is just to go to sleep. Yeah. And it would make me tired and I'd feel like I have to stay awake because she's just going to stare daggers into the back of my head if I just go to sleep right now. And I think you did that, you know, in the beginning. Maybe you'd be angry. I can't believe you just fell asleep. Yeah, but then I tried it and I thought exactly. this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Get that that hate sleep in and it's yep. really good. You wake up, refresh the next morning. I agree with you on that one. What I want to add to that is uh, always make sure you're well fed. Many of our that, yeah. arguments are simply just because we're hungry and we're both crabby people when we're hungry. Heck yeah. Um, 
I love our drives to, you know, a restaurant. We argue the whole way. And then as we get our food, we hold hands and see how much we love each other. Yep, yep, yep. So make sure you're well rested. Make sure you're well fed. What yeah. else? Um, just think before you speak, you know, mm-hmm. you really just do got to think about stuff because sometimes, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be ugly and say things that you're going to regret. So just think, think before you speak. Yeah. You know, when you're newlywed, you are still learning each other. You know, a lot of people have not lived with each other before they've got married. You know, on my, uh, when I served in a mission for the church, they kind of just put you, they put you with another person that you're supposed to be with at all times. And you don't have a say in that matter. You just have to learn to get along with that person. And I think you're correct. Think before you speak. It's just sometimes know? not worth it. It's not. And I, like, still, I, and I tell myself that now. So. It's not worth it. Yeah. Okay. Number um, three. Talk. Talk, talk, talk. So just communication. I love talking with you. I really do. Even if even if you're worried the talk may lead to an argument. Yeah, you've taught me that the, it's okay to like disagree. It is, right. Yeah. Like don't be afraid to... Yeah, it may start an argument, but I feel like I'd rather have... I'd rather have maybe... I want to say a blowout, but I'd, I'd rather have an argument about something that is genuine than letting everything build up and then getting in a huge fight because and then you're wondering what you've done wrong exactly you're just super surprised that this person has bottled up all this stuff Mm -hmm. yeah that's very true so um yeah that would be one i see so i think that was it right we both did three i don't i did three i don't know if you did three um i took your first one yeah but then i said eat food oh and look you said you said to talk too so yeah we had a lot of in common just like it's like we live in the same brain oh my gosh okay so what are some three tips for people who have been married for a long time keep dating yeah (laughs) did you just steal that from mine right now look that's what i put yeah it's important to keep dating because do the things that you You did get a babysitter to like each other Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. now i know it's hard out there you know we do have we do have a different situation than other people. You know, we don't have any kids. Right. So we can just. But I saw my but... parents go out on dates. You know, they mm-hmm. got a babysitter. Yeah. And it may be hard to do. I'm not saying that's easy, but I think it's well, worth it. Well, you might it. not be able to do it every Friday, but right. maybe you might be able to do it once a month. Mm-hmm. So. And I think it's, you know, especially if you have children, it's good two ways because you get to be adults. Yeah. You get to talk with each other and your children get to see, hey, mom and dad, like, actually like each other you know the world doesn't just revolve around me as a child that my parents have their own lives and their own independence and you know as you know us i mean technically i guess anytime we go out to eat it can be considered a date but you know there are times where we are more uh mentally aware of it put the phones away or sometimes we'll just say let's get dressed up and go do Mm -hmm. something you know make it a little bit more formal doesn't happen very often but do those things that you did when you were dating. I mean, that's why you married each other. Right. All right. What's another one? I put learn to agree to disagree. Stop it's a- thinking that you are going to be right and you want to be right. I mean, I want to be right. Let's just be honest. I do. But sometimes you got to... I sometimes just say, we're just going to agree to disagree. Yeah, I I agree with that as well. I mean, there's a lot of times when you say, I don't understand. Right. And the thing is, I do understand. I just don't agree. I think there's, you can understand where someone's coming from and still not agree with them. Us having completely different personalities. Yeah. We also have different ways of handling situations. Yes. And we spend, I think we would spend a lot of time trying to convince the other person that the way we do it is correct. Right. 
And now it's more just like, you know what? That's fine. And I think that's something that comes with being together for years. You start to realize, you know, people are different. Yep. We don't have to be the same. That would be boring. And uh, things would go a lot smoother if you just kind of accept that fact. All right. Last one is laugh. Laugh? A lot. Yeah, how- you got to learn to like laugh at yourself or sometimes, you know. But how can you make couples that have been together for so long laugh? Like, do you know how many jokes you don't laugh at anymore that I have? Yeah, but... We were just laughing like a second ago. You know, it doesn't have to be your same old boring jokes. Okay. I don't know. I just think, you know, you're genuinely a funny person. So that I think that's But what plus. if you're two serious people that have just married each other? Maybe not to take things too seriously. I agree. Not to say like, ha, 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 belly laugh, but just don't take yourself too seriously. Or, I don't know. Just learn to give up some control i don't know just you know be chill laid back i mean like i said i'm i love to laugh <laughs> i love when you like make me laugh like belly laugh it's just belly funny. laugh you just did i don't even remember we were upstairs and you said something and i just started laughing you were listening to a song or something i don't know i don't remember oh yeah this song reminded me of you and then that silly song <laughs> it just made me laugh that's right so, i remember um it's just funny Okay, I would say, I was going to say to, uh, we're on the last one, right? Yeah. I, w- I was going to say to, like, take an inventory, like, uh, periodically of your relationship. Like, the things that you still, um, you know, talk with your companion about things, like, goals that you want to achieve. Or maybe some things that do bother you a little bit. Some things that you can work on. Like, do that, you know, every now and then and try to, you know, work on those things. But I, But when you said to just laugh... Um, it started to make me think about how, you know, when you've been together for a long time, it's still very important to do things together. Yeah. Um, I think we can get caught up in our own routines, you know, with work, especially. I can only imagine what it's like, you know, when you have children, like you guys are supposed to be a team and you need to do things together. We, when we got married, neither one of us knew how to cook. Um, and within the past couple years that we've been doing it now, we've been cooking meals together. Um, you know, not every single night, but we do take some time out and we'll, we have these little aprons we put on and we, you may put some music on in the background and we just cook. And I tell Alicia sometimes like we should have a cooking show because it is like a roller coaster of emotions in that kitchen. It goes. Yeah, uh, it's me telling me you're not dicing the carrots yeah. properly or you're burning something. And yeah. we just finished making risotto. We did. And it, it was, was very so good. good. <laughs> and I think creating something together and being on a team together, having a common goal and, you know, even in a failure, like if we make food that's not good, like we still did it together. There's been like you know? a couple times where we just didn't think it was good, but we're like, well, we did this. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You still feel like you accomplished something and it brings you together. I think for a successful marriage, you need to have a common goals and work together to achieve those goals. If you get so caught up in your life that you forget this other person is your teammate, you know, your partner, then it can really make things go sour. Um, so you need to remember like, this is, this should be like your best friend. Um, and if you have to, if you have to work at that, then work at that. Because at the end of the day, you know, Elise and I will say to each other, like, it's just you and me against the world. It's true. And 
You're my best friend. Yeah, we like <laughs> each other. Yeah, I do. So, more than just loving each other, it's important to like your your significant other. Yes. And um, we we want to both say thanks to you guys for listening. Yeah. You know, hopefully this was interesting and fun. And um, you know, normally I have a segment with the with the little jingle for try for thanks, but. I'm not going to put that in. I just want to, you know, tell you, Alicia, that I'm very thankful for you and coming into my life. You have taught me so many things about myself I could not have learned any other way. And um, I appreciate the loyalty that you show to me every day that, you know, even though I do annoy you and I am very boisterous, you still stick by me and you accept me for who I am. I annoy you and you know it. Yes. Yeah. So. But this is where I'm saying thank you. Oh. All right. So thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Adia. Oh, wait, was it the no, Alanis no, Morissette no, no, song? No. Was I doing it wrong? First of all, Adia wasn't sung by Alanis Morissette. It was no, sung no, by okay. Sarah McLaughlin. Okay. First of all, first of all, let's rewind here. Okay. Trying to take something beautiful, <laughs> and you're making it a thing. No. I'm just saying. India. Get your. Get Alanis your... Morissette. Saying okay, thank you, you India. Oh, well, okay. I said Adia, yes. Yeah, I said Adia is a song that yeah. is sang by you know what? McLaughlin. You're right, you're right. It is. I know, it is. So India. It says Adia, but yes, India was you. Alanis Morissette. Thank you, India. Thank you, whatever. Do you have to make that face when you sing it? <laughs> I didn't like you that You put song. some respect on Alanis Morissette's name. I love name. Alanis Morissette. I went to go see her in concert, but I did not care for her second When album. she sang that song, you made that face? I did not. She did not sing that. Thankfully, at that concert. Oh, thankfully. Thank, I just. Wow. I was so thankful. You have some feelings about this. Song. I don't care for her second album. Okay. But her first "Jagged Little Pill" was like on point. Oh yeah, point. it was perfection. Yes, it was great. Yeah. But anyway, I'm thankful well, for you, my love. I'm, I'm thankful. thankful. That was a smooching. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I uh, hope we didn't make you throw up with this. And um, don't forget to email me at mindofmrcrizzle at gmail.com. Uh, you can email me ideas about the show, feedback. La mente del señor Crizzle. Don't email that because that won't go to anything. <laughs> You'll probably get spam from that email address. So don't listen to her. Mindofmrcrizzle at gmail.com. You can also follow me and other listeners on the Facebook uh, page, Crizzlet's Corner. Um, there I will be. La esquina de los crislets. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't follow that page. Uh, Crislets Corner. That's where you can find me on Facebook. Uh, and there will be some uh, new things coming up in the future. Look forward to that. But we'll go ahead and leave you this week. Bye. Adios. You can. That's good in Spanish. Adios. Adios. Nos Adios. vemos, amigos. Adios. Oh, thank you. <laughs>